0: Hello and welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is, oh, it is Wednesday, uh, oh, January, yeah. what is Wednesday, January, uh, January the 13th. 13th. yes. It is January 13th. Of course it is. Uh, this is the first time our
1: regular show is on a Wednesday. It ha- Happy hump day, everybody. <laughs>
0: My name is Chris and I'm joined by my co-host Daniel.
1: Yes, welcome everyone to the podcast. we got a great episode for you guys today. Thanks for joining us.
0: I hope you liked our episode two days ago on Monday. That was our first reader copy recap episode. Kind of just like a primer for WandaVision.
1: Right, because you know, us two are excited for it. Uh, Just gave you guys kind of a rundown of their histories. Um, the romance of the, of the two of them before you get into the TV show. I'm excited. I mean, that show just looks so weird. I'm happy it's the first Marvel series we're getting.
0: I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Disney Plus has another show uh, that's kind of just like what we're doing. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> Was in Marvel Legends? Yeah. They're just like, hey, here's in case you haven't seen some of the stuff, here's who these characters are. It's like... No, just, just listen to our show instead.
1: <laughs> okay, Marvel. Copycat much? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's cool. Uh, in case you want to hey, see that, check it out. Um, we are just talking all about WandaVision and Scarlet Witch and Vision leading up to the show. So that's that was really fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was a good time. Um, yeah, good time. Tune in for that.
0: I uh I wanted to ask you a question though, real quick. Go for it. For like past I don't know, I would say months, maybe even over a year, almost a year, I felt like I have like whenever there's nothing to do, I'm almost just like asleep. Like I am falling asleep in the middle of the day.
1: Yes. You I've noticed this. You've told me that you experienced this. What what's going on?
0: And I also about a year ago started not eating meat is it already
1: a year ago yeah yeah i thought it was just a couple months
0: no i did it in like almost march of of 2020 before march of 2020
1: before march wow okay yeah i would say like january of
0: 2020 so about a year
1: wow that's a long time i did not know that well you know you do like a month of not eating and then you'll have a day, have that, have any day. meat you want, right? Yeah. Because it's more of a but challenge I, for you, right?
0: I wonder if this is uh, me having a lack of energy, having to do with like lack of meat. Do you think it's like a,
1: I was wondering if it was a protein deficiency. Uh, it might be protein. It might be another thing in meat that I'm not sure all the chemical ingredients. Fat. In meat. Yeah. Fat. Maybe that, maybe <laughs> you do need some of the protein to stay awake. Maybe try a full month of just meat. I think that's what we do. I think I have to <laughs> give up vegetarianism <laughs> just to
0: test my theory that my lack of energy is due to
1: lack of meat. Yeah, you I've seen it in person. You'll will be having a conversation and then once we're just there's a lull or whatever, you kind of just take a nap. You kind of just the the head goes back and you just fall into a, a nap. I think maybe uh go back into regular diet and I think that's going to fix it. At least give it a try.
0: Yeah, I, I can't I don't know where it came from. It just feels like I don't know where I have like no
1: energy. And it kinda correlates with when I stop eating meat, so that has to be it. I think so. I think your body's just used to meat. I think everyone's is. I mean, I don't wanna like uh you know criticize anyone's diet or their lifestyle, but I think sometimes certain people going into like a, a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle is actually a health concern. So I'd say mm-hmm. go back to it.
0: Okay. I mean, if it is a protein deficiency,
1: I could just eat protein-rich foods that's not meat, but there's just no fun in that. <laughs> there's no, that's not a challenge. I it's, mean... Yeah, who cares about that? Yeah, I'm do you eat as much as like... Uh, do you just eat like five tablespoons of peanut butter every day? Because that's like I maybe mean, the only protein you'd want to eat. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Like, would you have beans and lentils and all that? You have to eat bowls of that every day really? to catch up. I don't know. Slow carbs. I, I, I can't do it. Uh, I already don't like lentils. I think they're like one of the grossest things. Disgusting. So
1: um, I'll just have a meat lover's pizza and see if that works. <laughs> Picks up your pep. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's the the formula. I've I've tried that slow carb stuff with the lentils and black beans, and it's gross. Nope. Everything tastes yeah. wet somehow. I don't like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's uh, let's get into comic books now. <laughs> right. Why don't you talk about how the show works? Here at the Read a Copy Podcast, we split up into three parts. First up, we'll run down the comic book news of the week. And then in the middle, we'll talk about a great comic book. This week, we're doing Avengers Disassembled. And then we'll finish up with our side stories where we uh, just talk about whatever we've been doing for fun, entertainment, that stuff. Cool. Let's get into the
0: news it's been going around the internet for a while and i've kind of avoided it because i didn't want to talk about like really controversial stuff or whatever yeah yeah uncomfortable But stuff. now it's it's kind of affecting uh, more than that where for a long time now ray fisher who plays cyborg has claimed that josh Sweden and some of the execs over that were working with with him in, in Justice League. Right. Kind of created a bad work environment.
1: Yeah. Bad work environment. Um, that was a uh, entry of Joss Whedon taking a uh, Zach Steiner's place for a directing role of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Ray Fisher's just pointing out that uh, under the scenes, things are pretty bad. I don't know if there's actually specific, any proof or any specific moment or moments that he pointed out to, but just that it's, uh, it was just an awful work experience Uh, I haven't heard much from the others of the cast, but Ray Fisher has been the the main guy.
0: Yeah, he's definitely um, the one who's kind of like whistleblowing, I guess. There's allegations that he... I don't know. I I don't know. I wasn't there. Me neither.
1: Right. I (laughs) I wasn't there. Yeah.
0: But um, it's now affecting the other films because he
1: was supposed to be in the Flash movie. Right. But apparently now he's like completely written out of that movie. Apparently his cyborg role is completely written out this is that uh upcoming flash movie um kind of based around the flashpoint storyline right mm. right it's uh, kind of a, a big point in the whole uh, justice league uh storyline yeah. for dceu um so i don't know if this is going to affect the script that much i don't know cyborg was a big part of that storyline in the comics he's a he's a decent
0: part in it like he in the comic book at least I think he kind of was like a leader of like this rogue team of younger heroes. Oh right? really? Okay. Okay. Who are in the middle of this war that it's like Atlantis versus the Themysciran Amazon women. Right? Wasn't that what was going on?
1: Yeah, that's totally what was going on. But I don't know if those characters are showing up in this movie. You know, uh, Aquaman or uh, Wonder Woman. So I yeah. don't know if uh, Cyborg needed to be in it either.
0: <laughs> I think the movie is pretty much just Flashpoint and name, and then it's own thing whatever to make it fit in their in their movie right so i it sucks that he's written out i think uh he's a pretty good actor i liked i liked cyborg in justice league um and i'm excited to see more of him in the snyder cut but like i don't know if he didn't want to be there anyway
1: (laughs) and i guess i guess it's a win-win right (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know if I like Cyborg that much in the Justice League movie. He was uh, he seemed like a really cool dude, and then when he became a robot, he became stiff. That was the point of it. He's like Frankenstein's monster, right? And uh, that got it was kind of boring. You prefer the Teen Titans Go Cyborg? Teen Titans, the first cartoon yeah. Cyborg. <laughs> okay, not that one. Also, Doo Patrol, one of my other favorite uh, um, DC shows. He was really good in that. He was kind of a mix between the series and the cartoony in that. Um, but uh, it sounds like his departure came up because of the uh the re up for Walter Hamada, the exec for yeah. for DC stuff, his his re up for his contract. And so that's yes. just kind of the breaking point for Ray Fisher to, to leave.
0: I remember Ray Fisher stated like if Walter Hamada is not, like, removed from his role or whatever. He's not going to do another Warner Brothers movie. And not only is he not removed from his role, they extended his contract. So, like, sorry, Ray. I don't think you're going to be doing any DC movies anytime soon.
1: Yeah, sounds like, you know, both parties are kind of getting what they want. I guess Ray's exiting the whole franchise and... You know, they can kind of write his character out. They're going to write it out of the script. Um, yeah. It sounds like the Flash movies. It, honestly, it just kind of seems like it's going to be a Batman movie with them putting two yes. Batman in it. It's barely There's more
0: Flash Batman movie. than Flash in it.
1: Yes. Characters <laughs> named Batman in the movie. <laughs> So I think
0: that's a confirmed too. Like Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are both in it,
1: right? It's for uh, sure written in stone. They're gonna be in the movie now. It's uh, which is honestly still a surprise for me that Ben Affleck wants to do more Justice Ooh. League stuff.
0: I think this is his like um, like send off though. Like this will be his last, yeah. Like dawning of the suit. And I heard like they do want to like have a different actor take over Batman, and maybe Flashpoint is a way for them to do that. They said it's not going to be Michael Keane Michael Keane will be also just in this one movie oh, okay. as an alternate Batman. But I'm I'm assuming they're going to get another Batman actor who's younger to continue on the DCEU Batman,
1: not the Matt Reeves Batman. Oh, okay, not even that one. Not even uh, Robert Pattinson doing that. Yeah, it's just every movie, DC or otherwise, is going to be a Batman movie moving forward.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> they should just do Batman versus, and then whoever that character's movie is, <laughs>
1: it's selling. I'm telling you. <laughs> Speaking of like a, a
0: Batman versus movie, remember BBS? Yeah, that hit. Yeah, I I I really liked it. Really? I no, you did not. Was, I think it was pretty good. Like there was some parts. Well, okay, the movie is kind of a mess, but there are definitely parts in there that I really like.
1: Name one of them. What are you like
0: uh like literally when they fight? Like he Batman's wearing his. Full-on Dark Knight armor, Dark Knight returns armor, and they fight. I think that was pretty cool.
1: And like the tell me, do you bleed line? I think that's pretty cool. That was really cool in the trailer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, definitely more like adult, mature Batman kills in this universe kind of take, right? Of these characters. Yeah,
1: that's right. Some weirdness. I mean, we never, we didn't get the uh, Gaga Dill performance. We're going to get out of her for Wonder Woman. And also like the Martha line. Like, what was that? Uh, A weird way to set up their entire continuity. (laughs) There's just a lot of gripes I have.
0: Mom has the same name? Yeah. I mean, it's comic book accurate. <laughs> uh,
1: you can just well, see, like, Zack Snyder, like, aligning. Oh, my God, they have the same
0: <laughs> name. <laughs> I'm going to build a whole movie around this. Yeah. <laughs> um i'd say wonder woman in that movie was i know why they put her in there let's make the trinity right mm-hmm, right but like i, I it's called batman vs superman i don't think we
1: needed her in it right yeah that's true that's true
0: but Zack snyder really wanted her in it and he actually revealed on twitter this week like an image that they shot for it but eventually didn't get into the movie and it has like diana prince wonder woman What looks to be like I don't know Really old time Like in the 1800s
1: Or 1700s maybe Uh, 1850s Really old timey picture Yeah
0: And she's with a bunch of like Warriors from around the world Right And she's in front Carrying like A bunch of severed heads
1: Uh, Okay That's that's not very Wonder Woman-y at least from what we take now. Uh, what
0: do you think of this image? Like he says, it's an Elseworld thing, but I'm pretty sure when he first thought of it, he, this is what he wanted Wonder Woman to be.
1: <laughs> yeah. So again, it's her with uh, warriors from across the world. Like there's a Native American man, there's a samurai in there, there's a um, I feel I feel like an African tribesman there, right? Uh, just yeah. a group of disparate people that do look like warriors. Um, yeah. This doesn't seem like the the Wonder Woman we have now. So. I think uh, this is revisionist history for Zack Snyder. He wanted this in the movie, and Mm -hmm. he's just like, "Uh, it's Elseworlds now it is (laughs) because stuff gets on the cutting room floor. I think this is another case of that. Yeah, I think he originally wanted this to be in his
0: movie. Like, there's a scene where, like, Batman sees all these images of all the rest of the Justice League that he has to find. Right. I bet this is going to be one of them, right? And and then Patty Jenkins did Wonder Woman and kind of made that character not not uh, what we saw in, like, BVS necessarily. Like, a more hopeful, inspiring character. And uh, it just didn't fit <laughs> with, that, with that image that Zack Snyder released. So he had to say it's the Elseworlds, but, like... I mean I'm sure his intention was to have it part of BVS.
1: Yeah, I remember that scene. I think it's uh Bruce Wayne on his back computer and we see <laughs> yes. a picture of uh Wonder Woman with Steve Trevor and it's of, you know, the uh the first Wonder Woman movie. Um, yeah. So that's that's what that is from which this was originally supposed to be. And I think uh this seems so much like a Zack Snyder thing to do. Make every character like a badass, like a ultra <laughs> yes. warrior, severed heads everywhere she goes.
0: Yeah, it's like especially if it's an image like make him look like super cool like killer and then we'll explain it later. <laughs> Can we make the picture orange somehow? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember in BBs another scene I really like? is like the nightmare dream that Batman has. Yeah, of the, of the future, which is I don't know how he has a dream that has like it has the omega symbol that Doomsday
1: uses. Is it Doomsday? Right, Dark Side. Dark Side uses right.
0: Yeah. So it's just like how does he dream that? How does he dream like the the demon winged alien guys? Right,
1: because they're in, in his dream too. Right, they're <laughs> he's like, never
0: seen them before.
1: Uh, Dark Side's uh, like henchman type deal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um, my initial thought was like, oh, this image
1: is from like a nightmare version. Right. Right. like it's not—it's not actually going to be the future because that's also when we get Flash uh, calling back to him, Bruce, saying yeah, uh, yeah. he's he evil. Yeah, he's talking about Superman, right? Or he's like, "Don't trust Fear him." him. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's that sequence. I really like that sequence. Uh, I, 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 I'm willing to bet we see that scene in the Flash movie. I think so too. I think maybe that was the contractual need for Ben Affleck to be there is to kind of tie those two movies together. Uh, Just so he could wake up, and be like, ah! Oh! <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like in the first movie. This is like the first movie where we're combining characters and we're re- rewriting stuff already. That's what. That's how I felt Honestly, watching though- the movie for the first time.
0: Yeah, but in in like years later when we see the Flash movie, it's going to be pretty cool. It's like it's going to be like Back to
1: the Future 2 when we see scenes from the first one. <laughs> but don't don't see each other, you know, in real life. Don't run into everyday uh, back in the day Bruce, okay? Don't do that.
0: <laughs> Flash has to go through that inversion chamber and then live the whole series backwards. <laughs> Until he runs into Robert Pattinson. So that's how Batman gets into this.
1: Ah, okay, okay. Makes sense now. Uh I don't know. I'm just thinking I'm a comic book fan. How confusing is this for anyone that does not know the flashpoint storyline already, right? It almost yeah. felt like that movie was the flashpoint storyline. <laughs> yes. Already. Maybe BVS was the Elseworlds story. Yeah. <laughs> uh we'll see we'll see news of that on Zack Snyder's Twitter after <laughs> the Snyder cut. <laughs>
0: oh man i'm honestly this makes me more excited for the snyder cut i want to see what other like weird stuff he can put into it knowing that it's not canon or whatever it doesn't matter anymore <laughs> <laughs> or like he he has to put these in his movie and then the other directors
1: have to like make it work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> work around me right <laughs> yeah uh i think he he kind of put it on the nail here where it's like uh it's Elseworlds thing, and she was way more of a savage at the time. It's not until she meets Steve Trevor that her uh, affinity for faith for humanity comes back. I kind of kind of like that. So maybe you could do something there. But okay, yeah, but she never left the Masquerade till Steve Trevor. Well, yeah, this is the so... Elseworlds thing. This is right. He <laughs> okay. she already left. All right. It's, you know uh, what the answer is? Because comics. Because comics. Yes.
0: <laughs> I think it has to do with, like, like you said, Elseworlds and multiverse and different timelines. Yeah. And we are going to get a lot of that in Marvel's Loki
1: series. Yeah. That new Loki, Tom Hiddleston centered Loki show. Uh, I think it's good news. We're getting a season two of the show. It's already uh, uh, set up.
0: Yeah, so season two is gonna happen. Season one's not even out yet. It's gonna be out later this year. I I guess that looks good for the show, but also like I didn't think originally that these Disney Plus shows. I didn't consider them series. I consider them like mini series or like one shots. Like I think like WandaVision is going to be its own thing, just these episodes only. And I assume the same thing for Falcon Winter Soldier. But I guess Loki can do that, have multiple seasons. I guess um, the newer characters like Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She Hulk. I think those characters I see those more as series, and they're gonna get their own like multiple series uh, seasons after. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was surprised that they got a second season before the first one even premiered.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm wondering. Um thinking about these other shows it makes sense they would not get a second season like one right. division we're in this pocket dimension or whatever are we in one's head whatever that is it makes sense yeah. it's going to be we have a finish and we can't go back
0: uh, and, and Doctor Strange is going to be a big part of, or she's going to be a big part of the Doctor Strange sequel. So it's not like you can go; she's going to be in that movie, and then go back for a One division season two. I, I don't know. Maybe I could be totally wrong, but it just I I didn't assume that there it'd
1: be like an ongoing thing. Right. Plus, you're so hell bent on killing Vision for some reasons. So that's we can't have <laughs> the second season if he's gone. And for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's like uh, it's, they're a combo that doesn't make sense from the start. Like they're kind of buddy copping yeah. when they're kind of supposed to be butting heads, I think. So I think mm-hmm. them breaking up makes sense too. You know, the boy band is breaking up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about Hawkeye. I mean, maybe if we just, I was thinking like Jerry Miner's Hawkeye is going to be done and just live with his family. He's retired so many times. He brought his yeah. family back just to not hang out with him, go to a different show. <laughs> <laughs> Moved to New York. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to get season two of that. Loki is the one where it's I, I like, see, it makes sense. I can see a season two for Hawkeye with Jess Haley
0: Steinfeld. I was thinking that too. Yeah. And it's just, it's honestly, it's just called Steinfeld and it's about her living in New York. She has like a weird, crazy neighbor, right. and her best friend, and then there's like this guy that she used to go out with, but now they're just friends. And
1: it's just called Steinfeld. Okay, I like I like where <laughs> your writer head at is right now. That's gonna sell more than any of these shows, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, also, I read the the Hawkeye comic, uh, follow up to the one we read, where it just follows. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate Bishop it's not as good so I don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna get season <laughs> okay. two uh, Loki makes sense Maybe You know we said There's other Lokis Maybe we're gonna follow yeah. a Different Loki in season 2 Could that be a I thing? mean this
0: The main character Loki Is already not the Loki We've been following So like It could be any Loki it Could be There's rumors that There's like Lady Loki Kid Loki Old version Loki
1: So it's like It could be anybody Right uh, One thing I was thinking though Maybe we've been thinking About this all wrong What if All these other Lokis Kid Loki Woman Loki It's gonna be A uh, nutty professor Type of deal Where Tom Hiddleston is still playing those characters <laughs> oh yes <laughs> with makeup right maybe that's the, what's gonna happen in the show I like that idea <laughs> oh
0: man I, I'm excited for Loki I I didn't think it was gonna come out this year but apparently it's coming out like towards the end of this year yeah, yeah. so I'm excited to see that because it doesn't take place di- like it's in the MCU but not directly in the MCU you know what I mean like it's like a side version right that they're it doesn't directly relate to like how like one division does and like Falcon Me soldier correlates directly to uh, Captain America whereas Loki it's like they could do whatever they want they could get as crazy as they want and it looks like it gets pretty crazy,
1: yeah I mean he's literally trying to get out of there with the tesseract right
0: <laughs> yeah so
1: he could be just hanging out without any of the characters we know and love. He's just hanging out with Luke Wilson, doing, <laughs> getting in trouble, right? So That makes uh, a good point,
0: too. Like you said, he has a Tesseract. So, like, in the main MCU, the Infinity Stones are gone. They're destroyed. But yes. in this, Loki has one of them. And if he has one, like, the other ones probably exist in those other timelines, oh. too. So, it's like... It doesn't matter that they destroyed them in Endgame. Like they have like an unlimited source that they could
1: eventually just get. Yeah. Also, what year is it? Is it 2012 right now? Where, where uh, Avengers one happened? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. In this other yeah. alternate 2012, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe in this storyline the minds got it right. You know, <laughs> in this storyline, Iron Man three never happened. And- <laughs>
0: So, I I I'm interested to see how they handle Loki. It probably ends in a cliffhanger. I I don't know. It's too far away to like even guess what is
1: going on with there, but yeah, totally I'm excited. Good. Any uh Asgard stuff rolling in maybe mm-hmm. uh who knows. Does he There's a lot to go on I'm looking forward to it. Season 2 bring it on.
0: Yeah, it's good for us. It's good for the recap show. <laughs> oh, <yeah. so. laughs> I'm not hating. All uh, right, that is it for the news guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast and the Recap Show. All you have to do is search Reader Copy Podcast in your podcast app uh, and just hit subscribe. We're on all major podcast platforms.
1: Yeah, and you know what uh, doesn't cost you a dime at all? Leave in a review. Go on to... uh your uh, favorite podcast uh, reviewing, maybe Apple Podcasts, give us a review for the show. And uh, also let us know uh, what comic stuff you guys want us to talk about. Any comics you want us to do, uh, find us on all our social medias. You can find us at The Reader Copy Podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, let's
0: get into the comic book I chose this week as one of uh, my favorite writers. Let's talk about Avengers Disassembled. (laughs) Coming out of Marvel, today we're talking about Avengers Disassembled. It was released in 2004. Right. And it is by writer Brian Michael Bendis and artist David Finch. Some favorites in the, the game, right? Yeah. I mean, Brian Michael Bendis was the reason I got back into comics,
1: kind of. I think uh, like this was one of the books that was like one of the first comics I've ever read because you had it.
0: Yeah, uh, oddly enough, Avengers Disassembled is kind of like, almost like around the beginning of him taking over the Avengers title. He was like, I'm going to start doing Avengers, the first thing I'm going to do is break him up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds right, I think he had a whole game plan right.
0: This is a crossover event throughout Marvel. Uh, The main story, Avengers, that ran through the Avengers title is a four-issue story, Mm -hmm. and it was started with the 500th issue. Oh, right, right. So the first arc of this is Avengers number 500, and it went to uh, 503. And
1: obviously, it's a play on words with their motto, like, Avengers Assemble. Right, right, of course. I am looking at the issue 500 cover now. And I just mm-hmm. remembered, I had this on a t-shirt that I bought from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> what a middle school thing to do.
0: It's a great cover. It's a cool cover. Um, A little bit about the writer, Mario Michael Bendis. What do you not know? Like We've done a bunch of his stories in the past. Um, the reason I got back into comics was House of M.
1: Right, of course. part he did this. that. Yeah. yeah,
0: House of M takes place after this. So this is first, but we already did a House of
1: M episode. So uh, after you listen to this episode, go back and check that one out. Do that. Yeah, of course. Uh, Brian McAbbels is just like a super nerd. I remember his, his TED Talk is pretty fun because he's just yeah. a nerd up there <laughs> talking about comics. <laughs>
0: Uh, he pretty much spearheaded like the whole Marvel new Avengers, like all their big story arcs during like the early two thousands. It's, uh,
1: BMB, (laughs) it's all him. (laughs) yeah Yeah, you're right and with his such influence on that this is that's what's giving me like this nostalgia because that's when I first started reading this stuff reading this comic Mm -hmm. gave me some nostalgia which is like this is not that old (laughs) it's not that old Um,
0: but yeah a while back he jumped ship he was now over at DC doing like Superman titles uh, action comics and then I think he has like a another like new young team that he formed over there that
1: I, I haven't had a chance to get into yet. Are you, is it the uh, Legion of Superheroes? Did he take over for that or is it something else? I think
0: so. I think he might be doing that, and there might be something new as well. But I, I, interesting, I forget. But okay. he invented like new characters too. I think
1: Naomi. And I think yeah, yeah, something
0: like that. So he's definitely like doing a lot of things over there in DC. But today we're talking about his Marvel stuff uh avengers disassembled uh i really think obviously from the book title the avengers break up at the end right yeah but i think he does this just so he can start another title later called new avengers which is what i was reading around this time and like i really loved and i think it's just like i want to kind of restart revamp Hard reset this title
1: and then get these other characters that I I love that are not in the Avengers to get them to join. Right. He just wants to, you know, take the erasers to the whiteboard and make his own super team, right? Who would Mm. I put on the Avengers?
0: Yeah. A lot of people consider his arc in Avengers um, like a three-act arc. Okay. Uh, this would be like the first act. Um, House of M would be around the middle of the second act. And they say uh, Secret Invasion would be like his third act, his closing act or whatever, which is cool because Secret Invasion is going to be a series on Disney Plus pretty soon. So oh, yeah. check out the recap for that. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in for that. Still don't know how the hell they're going to pull that off, but I uh. <laughs> Um, the artist David Finch, great artist. I mean, when I think of comic book art, uh, he kind of is the guy that draws what I think about. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: like kind of like just a little bit past the '90s stuff, where it's just uh, yeah. maybe still bodacious babes and buff dudes, but a little bit cleaner, you know, a little bit more realistic. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm on board.
0: It's still like big superhero guys, but it's just like don't they their pecs doesn't have to be like ripping out of their shirt every time, like. <laughs>
1: Captain America doesn't have to be, you know, from border to border. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he definitely draws with like some kind of realism in it. Right, right. I right. I agree. Yeah. I like that. And I, it's still like superheroes. It's still capes. It's still like magic powers. But like, it, it looks clean, clean, sharp lines. And I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's not over exaggerated.
1: Yeah, you know, when I think about this artwork, I think I was kind of just what I always get in comics. But a few panels, I kind of pause, like, think, well, oh, this looks really good. I'm. I'm yeah. surprised that I like it this much, to be honest.
0: If I had to think of like other artists that draw like him, obviously he's inspired by like the the artwork of the '90s, but like with the heavy shading. But it's not that exaggerated. Um, artists like Jim Chung come to mind. Okay, that is like r- similar in like the line work that I think of when I think of David Finch. Mm, okay, okay. Um, he not only worked on this book; that was like one of his bigger ones. Uh, he also worked at DC also during like a kind of like a restart relaunch during their rebirth run where he worked with another one of my favorite writers, Tom King on Batman.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I remember that now. That was the one with like the Gotham, Gotham guy and Gotham gal or whatever. they're Gotham gal like. or like yeah. the twin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they created like new heroes there. But uh, I mean, Tom King's run on Batman is like one of the, one of the best ones. So he's a large part of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember that.
0: I can totally see that now. Yeah. So, like I said, Avengers Disassembled was a crossover, meaning the story took place over several titles, not just Avengers, like the Captain America title, the Thor title, like They all had effects from this story into their books. Even non-Avengers, like even Fantastic Four and
1: Spider-Man, stuff that was happening in this story affected those titles, right? Right, right, right. But uh, But, it's not as like those heavy crossovers where you have to uh, read every single thing to kind of get the whole picture. Avengers is the mainline thing, and there are branches that fill in the holes.
0: Exactly. This is not like Age of Apocalypse where you have to read 30 titles (laughs) to see the whole story. Right. Howard the Duck 3. To fill into this. (laughs) No. Uh, In fact, we're only doing the main line Avengers title, the four issues that culminate for Avengers Disassembled. And it's called, uh, it's weird because it's called Avengers Disassembled, but within the book, it's called Chaos. Like, that's the story title, I guess.
1: Hmm, okay. Well, yeah, they have to it's differentiate like, it, I guess. You say Avengers Disassembled is the event. I guess,
0: yeah, is the event. Okay. So, uh, the Avengers mainline called it Chaos. So, there's like Chaos Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, Part 4 throughout the Avengers title books. Um, just to, I know Avengers has been around for decades, so they've had different lineups throughout the years. Right,
1: right. A lot of rosters.
0: But the lineup at this point is Iron Man, Captain America, um, the Wasp is there, but this is Janet Van Dyne, Mm -hmm. not, not the one in the MCU. That's Hope, the daughter, right? Oh, right, right, right. Ha- Dr. Uh, Hank Pym is in this, but he's Yellow Jacket. He's not Ant-Man. Right. We have right. Scott Lang in there. So there is an Ant-Man who is Scott Lang, which is in the MCU, right? right. So it gets a little confusing. Um, Hawkeye's in there, Scarlet Witch, Envision, Vision. Uh, Falcon's in there. Black Panther's in there. Um, but also She-Hulk and then Captain Britain, which I don't really know this character that much. If you don't, don't worry. Not a big deal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also, it's not even that Captain Britain. It's a a female version.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's like a lot of the usuals, right? Uh, And they're like the mainline Avengers right now. Right, right, right. And it starts off there at the mansion. Now, in the comic books, they live at the Avengers Mansion, right? And this is owned by Tony Stark. And Tony's butler, like human butler Jarvis, like works for all
1: of them, pretty much, right? Like it's not an AI; it is Alfred, right? Right, Jarvis walking around, and he's just you know serving them dinner at the dinner table at the Avengers Mansion, and they're kind of having uh, maybe water cooler talk outside of the the work day, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's their downtime, nothing's going on, Um, and we see Hawkeye and Scott Lang Ant-Man, and they're talking, right, and it's already in the middle of their conversation, and they're talking about Madame Hydra, who's also known as, like, Viper, right? Yes, yes, the green hair. Yeah, yeah, and then they're both like, he's like, really, that's who you pick? And Hawkeye's like, yeah, you know, Viper, right, the one with the green hair. And he's like, wow, I'm surprised that you would pick her, right? And then on the other side of the table is like Wasp. And she's like, what are you
1: guys talking about, right? What are you even talking about? And Hawkeye explains that we're talking about who's the number one can't have, you know, in quotes. Can't have.
0: So it's not necessarily like, who do you think is the one? It's just like the one that you
1: can't have. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Hawkeye picks uh, a Viper, and she, he, he explains that it's maybe the green hair as She-Hulk kind of walks into the room. <laughs> yeah, who also has green
0: hair. <laughs> and in the middle of their conversation, boom, second page already, like big alerts. There's something going on, right? All the sirens are going off. And they see at the front door, like breaking through the gate, is this
1: character named jack of hearts i don't know this character that well apparently at this time this is a recently deceased avenger yes he's a former avenger jack of
0: hearts uh, so he is half human, half alien. Oh,
1: that's kind of cool, right? Okay.
0: His costume is like uh kind of weird, but like a jack from like a playing
1: card, right? Yeah.
0: Um, his real name is Jack Hart. So I found that so annoying. Not a stretch to come up with a superhero name, right? Yeah. Uh, Jack of Hart uh is the son of a scientist named Philip Hart who created Zero Fluid. <laughs> right uh so much comic booky goodness yeah. there so jack of heart you get zero fluid uh and then his mom is like an alien from the Concharaxian race i don't know what <laughs> alien people those guys are but he's half that um his power is like he has like almost like uh uncontrollable energy that's in him, right? And even from a young boy, he cannot really control his powers. Okay, unwieldly. He's kind of a loose cannon, right? And he realizes this... In an earlier Avengers comic, that he's struggling to maintain his powers. So what he does is like a self-sacrifice. He just flies off into space, into space, and
1: explodes out there. Really? Like sacrificing his life to make sure no one else is hurt. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I didn't um, know know this character at all. Jack of Heart. Jack of Heart. Jack Hart? <laughs> his <laughs> altered ego, Jack Heart. <laughs> Don't tell me you never heard Jack of Hearts before. <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 I look at him right now. He's a corpse. Yeah. He's like burnt yes. up skeleton walking into the ma- the gate of the mansion. Yeah, he's like a zombie, right? Right.
0: And everyone's like, "This can't be him. He's dead." Can't I be. know. But like all the
1: scanners and readers, are like no, this is him. Like this is Avengers Jack of Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> the computer confirms. Uh, Scott Lang is there, and he kind of uh, goes back to regular size out of his Ant Man size, and yeah. say Jack, Jack, it's you. It's me, Scott.
0: Yeah, they're good friends, so he's shocked that he's back, and they like meet eyes, and Jack Hart just goes like. I'm sorry, right? What? And then the next panel is the biggest explosion splash page, uh, I've
1: ever seen. Like the whole mansion, just like rubble, right? Up in flames, the entire mansion. Um, We see the Avengers picking up the grab grubble, right up up on top of them. You know, even like She Hulk struggling to get all this ruins off of her. It's like Endgame when the
0: base was attacked. Like everything is like flattened, right? Pretty much, yeah. And they're looking around and like at the blast point where jack and scott were it's just like ash like three pages in scott
1: lang ant-man is dead oh my god i can't believe they did that
0: to paul Rudd. <laughs> paul Rudd. like we see like uh the skeleton hand but it's
1: like just bones like no flesh or muscle or anything right right they they have no idea what's going on um just total rubble okay like we're across the planet now and we're at like
0: a UN meeting. And at this time, Tony Stark is like the secretary
1: of defense for like the US. Right. Totally. You know, um, at this point, the US government and the Avengers, they're kind of really tied together. They, they like each other. They really work together. Tony Stark himself mm-hmm. is a secretary of defense.
0: Yeah. And he's giving a speech in front of all the ambassadors and he's like getting nervous. He's like sweating. He doesn't feel normal. And he sees the guy in the front row and it's the Latveria, like, representative.
1: Right. Latveria, the uh, homeland of Doctor Doom. They've kind of done some shady stuff in the past. The entire country, basically. So, and he's their sitting
0: there. The country's leader is literally, like, a huge supervillain. Right? <laughs> so like Tony, yeah. Tony is just like, why are we all just, like, okay with this guy just sitting here, right? Like, we know he's from an evil country. Uh, and
1: he's just like... Totally uncensored. Tony is just like sweating, kind of nervous. And he kind of just like rips this guy a new one sitting there. And it does not look great at all. He's
0: like telling everyone, like, why don't we just blow up his country and like this guy does not deserve to be here. He even like puts up his hand like he's going to blast him, like threatening him already, right? To the point where, like,
1: Yellow Jacket, Hank Pym, has to, like, grab him and, like, calm him down, like, Tony, what are you doing? Right. Right. Uh, Black Panther, T'Challa, he's just in his regular clothes, and he uh, gets in between them, too, to stop uh, Tony from shooting him for sure, right? Yeah. And then Tony
0: Tony kind of like realizes like I know this feeling. Uh, I'm drunk, even though I've been sober for years. Like he has a drinking problem, right? In the comics, famous uh, so problem of his. He has like the effects of being drunk, even though he doesn't. He hasn't had a drink in years, and he like runs away. And everyone's like in shock about like this big outburst that he did. What? So he leaves. Hank Pym has to like finish the, the speech or presentation or whatever. And Wanda Scarlet Witch is like there to console Tony and figure out like what's going on. And he doesn't
1: even realize yet, but she tells him that there was an attack on the mansion. Right, right. All emergencies are go. We have to go back to the mansion and we get a look of it. There's just fire trucks everywhere trying to put out the fire, and uh, you know we're trying to get a status of all the all the damage that's going on.
0: Yes, it's surrounded by like Shield agents, and they're trying to investigate the the attack. Um, a lot of them are like interviewing the Avengers and they're like, "Yo, it was Jack of heart. Like he, he was like one of us. So of
1: course we didn't think he was there to attack us. Right. It looked like he needed some help. He's just walking in there. Um, everyone's armored up and then they look up into the sky. Something is careening in. It looks like it's, uh, one of their Quinjets just coming back home. Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's a Quinjet. We get a closer look, uh, flying it is vision. Okay. Right. An Avenger. So they're
1: like, okay, he's coming back but he's not slowing down. Not one bit. It crashes straight into the already ruined mansion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, there's just a crash there. Some more fires vision escapes out of the broken up pod there. And, um, uh, he, uh, in a very cryptic way, kind of his like uh, message to the people. Like this is our darkest hour. And, uh, what I'm doing now, even though I'm fully aware, I'm not control of my body. Hey, my android, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And he's delivering delivering this like weird message that no
0: one understands. And as he's saying it, like his face is almost like melting, right? Because yeah. he's standing in front of this fire, and he's just saying this as his like skin or
1: whatever <laughs> whatever vision has <laughs> plastic it's, like slowly like just like peeling away from him. His jaw is dropping. And something flies out of his mouth.
0: It's four like silver spears uh, and they just like land down and like kind of almost like T2, yeah. T-1000 Terminator. <laughs> exactly. Morphing out of them is a bunch of like Ultron robots. Ooh.
1: Now, this is bad news. Ultron is an awful guy. He's like a famous villain of the Avengers. And there's just, they just pop up right in front of there. So the Avengers get into action right away.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if you know Vision and Ultron, like Vision was created by Ultron. So as they're fighting, they think like this has been like implanted in Vision since the beginning. And, like, it could have been like a planned attack. He's Ultron's the one behind all of this, right? Yeah. So they're all just trying to like fight off these robots while they're
1: already like in distress because they're attacked earlier. The uh, Ultron robots are shooting those um, beams out of their eyes, the the famous uh, lasers out of their eyes, and they're kind of just drones trying to fight them off. Uh, Hawkeye even uses his um, shoots a bunch of arrows into each of their mouths, trying to do special trick shots because that's all he can do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and the one that's actually doing the most damage here yeah is she hulk and i think it's she's just like reached her limit she can't take it anymore she's like smashing these ultron robots like you can even see like tears coming out of her eyes because it's all this rage right and she's she's not like banner where when she hulks out it's like she's always like this crazy monster she's usually like uh, almost like uh, the smart Hulk, right? Where she's like uh, Hulked out, but like not crazy.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean uh, in control, right? She could just yeah. like walk around, go about her life, even though she's green and big.
0: Now she's getting like bigger and bigger and becoming more and more like a monster, right? She is destroying all these Ultron robots, and then she even sets her sight on Vision. Like Vision now is like kind of like a corpse, like he's laying on the ground, yeah, not alive. <laughs> Was he <laughs> ever she's still? she still like grabs him and like is like yelling at vision uh hawkeye and captain america are like telling her to stop like that vision is still an avenger he's one of us but she is just like going crazy you can see in her eyes it's like bloodshot and she rips Vision, the android,
1: in half, like, literal, like, split down the middle. Yeah. With just her two fists, like, pulled apart, we see her distorted face as she pulls his entire body to, to like, rubble.
0: She's definitely, like, losing control now. She swats away Wasp, like, like literally like a wasp, Yeah. Like, Hands and she starts attacking uh, Cap, but luckily he has his shield, and she punches the shield, and it's... It like almost like is like
1: the regular Hulk attacking him. Like he takes a lot of force to block the, her punch. She is getting like buffer and buffer. She even picks up an entire truck and uh, tosses it straight at Captain America.
0: Going back now to Iron Man, who's like on his way. Uh, this is what they used to do back then yeah. in the Avengers comics. Is- Hilarious. You know how in, like, the movies when Robert Downey is in the suit, we see, like, his head and, like, there's, like, the heads-up display all over
1: whatever Iron Man sees, right? Yeah, the whole HUD and it's kind of fun. We're we're in the suit with him.
0: Yeah. Jess's face. Yes. <laughs> in the comics, it's you could see his whole body, like, in his underwear. And it's almost like he's floating in this void of black with a bunch of screens in front <laughs> of him, right? Even though he's wearing a suit, it looks like he's in a giant emptiness of forever, infinity, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I don't know if it really makes sense. It's kind of funny. I don't. Know, I don't know why they had to draw it like that. <laughs> Anatomy course or something. I don't know.
0: And as he's like going to the mansion, he's like reviewing all the news footage and all the stuff of his outburst at the UN. And the American government is now saying like. You know, Tony, don't make us fire you, but like you're pretty much fired from being Secretary of Defense. Like, you have to resign, but like in reality,
1: like you're fired, right? right. Are you gonna make us ask for your resignation, or are you gonna yeah. do what you're gonna do? And he's like, okay, like I I get it, like that's uncalled for what I did, and he can't even explain why he did it, right? Right, right. Um, he again, he doesn't think. Th- he drank it all he just kind of felt weird as he's flying back to the mansion still uh she-hulk is like going on a rampage tossing the truck and um everyone is trying to is trying to tamper down her outrage right
0: yeah and almost like one swoop as iron man lands it's like he lands a punch right onto she-hulk to try to like knock her out right right which he does and uh Cap is there like in the bottom of like the pounds of like stuff that she threw
1: on him and he's just like hugging his shield like I'm okay (laughs) (laughs) I'm alright guys just a scratch it's kind of that weird thing where Captain America still is the leader but sometimes it feels like he's the weakest guy (laughs) (laughs) he's like laying on the ground like I could do this all day
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Captain America like on the ground he looks up into the sky and what does he see but Hank Pym, Yellow Jacket, right now. Yellow Jacket is, like we said, he's the original Ant Man, but he used his powers to reverse it and become like Giant Man before, right? And now he's going by the name Yellow Jacket, where he's still using like the Giant Man powers, where he's like, as big as a skyscraper.
1: Yeah, I think the idea was just to keep up with the insect theme, I guess. But he's a like, yellow and black, and he's gigantic, even bigger than him as a Gigantic Man. Um, yeah. All right. His biggest concern right now is Janet, because Janet, remember, she was smacked off the wa- the wasp. Um, yeah. So she's he's wondering where she is. Right, and
0: he's looking down at the mansion. It is again on fire, rubble, destroyed. And he sees, like, the remnants of an Ultron robot. Now, in the comics, Hank Pym is the one that creates Ultron. And Hank Pym is the one that, like, is, like, cursed with that, living forever the rest of his life as being the guy that created one of the worst villains of all time. Totally, yeah. And he sees it, and he's almost, like, frozen in panic, like, Ultron is back, like, this is all my fault, right? Like, everything that he, Ultron, ever does is because of
1: Hank Pym. Yeah, it's kind of traumatic in this moment, too. Um, but Falcon is able to find Wasp. She's still shrunken down, tiny, right? So Falcon yeah, grabs her, I'm... and then um, <laughs> Yellow Jacket as a giant grabs Falcon. So it's kind of a uh, inception there. There's like a, a gigantic dude, a regular size, <laughs> and a tiny girl, and, then, and they're they're just a. Uh, walking he's gigantic walking to to the hospital to save her
0: yeah because janet wasp is unconscious <laughs> falcon's holding her and then yellow jacket's holding him so like you said like really falcon here
1: is just like like a tool to hold janet right yeah there's a lot of avengers on the team You got to make someone do something but um <laughs> as they go to the hospital we learn that like all of these avengers are really hurt you know uh Captain America has to like set in his his shoulder uh She-Hulk just went on a rampage we got to see what's up with her Vision is like kaput right
0: yeah Vision is literally like destroyed like we see them putting away his parts right yeah <laughs> In the like the warehouse and it was like package one of two because he th- he's like in half all right all right Brian Michael Bendis did you have to <laughs> yeah um so like everyone like half the Avengers are like M.I.A. right now like They're all hurt. Scott Lang is still dead. Yes. Yes. Correct. And Hank Pym is at the bedside of Janet. He pretty much can't do anything either because he is just like almost like panicking. Like because Janet, usually when she gets hurt, she reverts back automatically to regular size. Mm -hmm. She hasn't this time. She's in a coma,
1: but she's still like tiny and the doctors can't help her when she's tiny. I don't think they have any doctors that specialize in like atom-sized people, you know, <laughs> insect-sized people. So they can't really operate or do anything. They can just wait, and he's he's there at her bedside. What they need to do is get Martin Short on the phone, yeah, and then like shrink him down in a tiny submarine,
0: or they, or, or get uh, Dennis Quaid and shrink him down with
1: <laughs> and inject him into Martin Short. What is that? Inner Space is that what it's called? Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I heard it's okay. <laughs>
0: uh i would say it might be just bad just bad okay (laughs) so there, the rest of the avengers that can still walk are having a meeting like in the atrium of the hospital right like it's cool because like a lot of the patients and stuff are like looking through the window like whoa like that's the avengers right that's pretty cool (laughs) but really the avengers are like panicking like they're talking because they're all
1: like beat up this was a bad day you know uh first jack hart comes back but then he caused an explosion um the vision comes careening in uh mm-hmm. she hulk can't control herself and uh you know tony looks like he was drunk at the un
0: yeah um they're trying to figure out like is this just uh an attack was it all planned together is it coincidence and hawkeye is like you know we're we're superheroes we're extraordinary people when we have great days or, like, world-saving days, it's extraordinary. But when we have bad days, it's also extraordinary. It's like, this is the worst it could be, right? Extraordinarily bad. And yeah. But then the other guys are like, it can't be coincidence, right? Like all this happening all at the same time and just like really devastating us and one of them was like well it's the one of the first times we hit like the I think it was like the white alert or something yeah, like that Yeah,
1: some emergency alert for like Avengers. the worst
0: possible alert yeah it's a like, call every Avenger this is bad right mm-hmm, right and it's like maybe Ultron had like uh was waiting for us to hit that alert and whenever we hit that then Vision would go crazy right and right. unleash more Ultron like maybe that was a plan maybe it's all because of ultron and all of them are like they just can't figure out who's behind this
1: okay so those uh, standing avengers they they fly back to the rubble of the avengers mansion right as they land in their quinjet um they're greeted with just all of the other avengers that have ever been <laughs>
0: yeah so it's standing in front of their gate and standing in front of like all the smoke and fire is literally like every other superhero who's been on the Avengers, which is almost every Marvel character. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Black Panther's there, uh, Moon Knight, Daredevil, Namor's there. You got Spider-Woman, Black Knight, all the Fantastic Four are there. Spider-Man's even there.
1: Uh, Wonder Man. And they're all just like, you guys hit the alarm, we showed up. That's what we're here for, right? There's some big uh, devastation. We've we've got to show up, figure out what's going on. Yeah, you know, once an Avenger, always an Avenger. We're here for you guys, right? Right.
0: And we get into the next issue, and this issue is pretty cool because on the cover we have uh, Wasp, we have Yellow Jacket, Hank Pym. We have Hawkeye, and we have Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah. And on the cover right there, it just says, one of these Avengers will die in this <laughs> issue. Like, We know there's situations. It's
1: all bad. One of them, it's going to get worse. Oh, my God. That's how they get you to to buy the issue. You see that on the rack? You got to pick it yeah, up. I got to get this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so
0: all the all the remaining Avengers are in front of the gate, right, and they're there to support like uh Captain America and Hawkeye and all of them and um at this point um Miss
1: Marvel is there she's not Captain Marvel yet, oh right, 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 still Carol Danvers in her kind of uh unitard uh costume, yeah it's the black with like the yellow
0: uh lightning bolt on it, right, yeah, so she's there she's like telling um cap that what happened like I'm sorry this is all happening, we're here for you guys. Meanwhile, Nick Fury is also there, and he's looking at everybody. He's like, you know, I'm sorry we have to do this, but, like, all of you have to leave. This is still a crime scene. Yeah. This is still a S.H.I.E.L.D. like
1: investigation. He's, right? he's kind of like, guys are, hello, this is a crime
0: scene. You yeah. all have to leave. You can't
1: be in the parking <laughs> lot. Get out of here. No time for a family reunion right now. Like, we have to figure this out, right? Meanwhile, and, uh, yeah. they get a, a television notice. It turns out the, one of the government officials is uh, letting the news out that they're severing ties with the Avengers. They're just not aligning with that. Tony is, again, out of the Secretary of Defense, and they're not coercing with the uh, Avengers anymore.
0: Yes, the U.S. government and the Avengers are breaking up. Like, we have nothing to do with you, whatever the Avengers do. Like, it is not, like okay with the u.s we're not aligned with them anymore right Mm -hmm. and that's like another blow to the avengers like they don't have their like go ahead to do whatever they need to do right Mm -hmm. which is usually what allowed them to go and save the world is because the government like just said okay do whatever you need to do and it's at the worst possible time to do this because out of nowhere a spaceship flies into the sky and starts like shooting at them
1: (laughs) Yes, a bunch of spaceships show up from behind and they're just shooting, making wreckage on all of the the ground Earth there. Yeah, it's a bunch of like little
0: like fighter ships and like one giant massive like almost like mothership invading Earth. It is like um, the attack on New York in the first Avengers. Oh yeah, good point. Except it's not the Chitauri. This time it's the Cree. What? I thought
1: they're the good guys.
0: Uh, nope. <laughs> they're shooting down, um, blasting uh, all the Avengers. Um, everyone else is like just like trying to fight them off, right? But there's like too many of them. Even like the Shield agents are like shooting back. Um, again, it's like another uh, attack on the mansion. Well, it's, the mansion's
1: already rubble, right? Yeah, and it's like I still want it to be destroyed even more. How are the odds that this would happen? Right, there's an alien invasion happening tonight, uh, out of nowhere. Um, so they're they're all trying to take down their own respective spaceship. Captain America is able to pick up one of the pilots and kind of drags him across the the floor there, the ground, trying to get an answer.
0: And he's saying, like, the Avengers betrayed us. And Captain America's like, how, how did we betray you? What did we do, right? And then he, he doesn't give him an answer. He just is like, you will or whatever, right? Yeah. And then, and then out of nowhere, all of them do like the like a teleport escape, and they all just like zap out of there. And it's just more attacks, right, and from the ships. And no one can really take down the big mothership, right? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what Hawkeye does is he has
1: like, a, I'm assuming it's like exploding arrows or something, right? Yes, he grabs just a bunch of his arrows. You know, he had to fill up uh, his arrow pack because there's so many of them. Um, and he takes like three arrows at a time, shoots down some of these Cree pilots. But one of the lasers hits his arrow pack and just catches on yeah. fire.
0: And that's not good. His arrows blow up. His And do. they're attached to his back right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're on fire. So, what does he do? He grabs one of the Cree soldiers who has like these jet packs, yeah. right? and he triggers the jetpack so that they both fly up towards the big mothership and then he flies like into like the the exhaust of the mothership or whatever and it explodes and it takes down the whole big giant ship taking hawkeye with it
1: wow okay we finally got our answer
0: for who It was hawkeye that died. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really big controversial moment and uh, a lot of the fans like really? t- did not like this that Brian Michael Bendis killed off hawkeye like was Hawkeye he just a favorite? Like, he's like a fan favorite. Yeah. Oh. Not like in the movies. Hawkeye in the comic books is a, a huge character. He is like one of the oldest Avengers. True. He is like, uh, he became a leader of the Avengers for a while. Hmm. So like to kill off like a really fan favorite character, it rubbed a lot of the fans the wrong way.
1: I did not know that really. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. He's He was kind but of like the I mean, bad boy of the team. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But I mean like, you want to sell books? This is how you sell books. <laughs> We already wrote it on the cover. I don't know. We have to kill one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this uh, this whole scenario is kind of coming to an end, right? The warship is down. They think it's all over, right? Talking it through, like, uh, they can't believe they lost Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, so many of their Avengers are either, like, killed or, like, super hurt to, like, near death already right Yes. Now. And who shows up? He says, like, sorry, I'm late. It's Doctor
1: Strange. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, and he's not actually there. He is uh, force projecting. <laughs> what is it called? I guess yeah. It, 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 he's in like the astral
0: plane, like yeah. he's just a, a projection of his consciousness. Like it's when he's like a ghost, right? Right,
1: right. The the mental plane and whatever it's called, astral plane.
0: No one knows what's going on. All these attacks are seemingly random because it's like they don't work together. Like the Cree and Ultron and and Jack of Heart, <laughs> like. <laughs> Why are they all attacking us, right? And Doctor Strange like is like someone this is not this is not random. This is not uh all of them teaming up on you. Someone is abusing magic.
1: Yes. Who do we know of that can possibly have this much power to kind of um cause all of this mayhem right such power uh so unwidly and um mm-hmm. kind of causes sequence of events to occur and
0: we actually get a flashback to kind of hint at this right the flashback is a bunch of the avengers chilling at their pool back when the mansion was still popping
1: right yes yes poolside just hanging out again
0: we see janet and wanda and they're like sunbathing by the pool and and the janet's like talking about
1: uh i guess how like she's kind of into uh, clint yeah okay, yeah know? so i guess the two of them were hooking up right and uh yeah janet was mentioning um you know my my time of month was kind of late this month i thought i could possibly be pregnant and maybe yeah, have a baby she had
0: a pregnancy scare right yeah. and she's saying like how could anyone like bring kids into this situation where they're constantly like Saving the world from supervillains. There's no way, like, I can do that and be a mom, right? And like, you can't do both, right? Yeah, it's a terrible thing to bring in kids into this situation. Like, they would constantly be in danger,
1: right? Yes, and um, under her breath, Janet says. um, uh, yeah, Wanda, like, why did you even want to have two? Yeah. And then
0: Wanda's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Like, two? Like, who said anything about me having kids, right? Yeah. And then Jen is like, oh, uh, never mind. Like, kind of like walks away, trying to like end the conversation, right? Mm hmm. And then Wanda, it still like sticks in the back of her head. Like, what was she talking about? Cut back to the mansion, now present time in rubble, lack of their mansion. (laughs) Ruins. And Doctor Strange is like talking to all of them, right? And he's pretty much saying, like, all of this is because of uh, Wanda. Yeah. And her lack of control of her powers, right? Wanda is a mutant. At this time in Marvel Comics, Wanda is a mutant. Yes.
1: (laughs) And in my heart, she still is a
0: mutant. But. Same, yes. Yes. And she was born with the ability to tap into magic. She was not like, this is not something she learned or trained to get. She was just, like, given these powers, right? She's not like Doctor Strange who, like, learned to access this. It was in her already that she could just do it, right? So she was never properly trained. And not only was she, like, not trained, she's been, like, delving more into what they're calling chaos magic. And chaos magic is almost like, uh I would akin it to, like, the dark arts or the dark side yeah, of magic. Totally. If I had to, like, if I had to Star Wars this a little bit. <laughs> It's like what some people would call unnatural—the
1: <laughs> <laughs> the darker side of things, right? It's also like altering the probability of certain things, you kind know, of the chance of something happening. And it's this new thing she's tapping into. Not to mention, she's a uh, Magneto's daughter, a known supervillain. So the yeah. she comes from that heritage. And in the sequence, we get kind of um, shots of her, like from old comic books that are spliced into the comic. I kind of like when they do this, where they put in old comic pictures of the character... And a lot of them make yeah. it look like she's kind of the, on the evil side of things. These these images.
0: I mean, before the Avengers, she was a villain. She was part of the um, like the mutant brotherhood, right? Yeah,
1: evil brotherhood, brotherhood right. of evil mutants.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone there is like, Wanda would never do this. She's one of us. She's an Avenger. And then some of them are like, well, let's not forget where she came from, right? Yeah, let's not forget who she used to be. Uh, let's not forget who her dad is. Yes, right? Mags. <laughs> uh, and like before she was one of us she was like one of them mm-hmm. and then everyone's like oh my god she's doing this right uh, we have to stop her no matter what uh, she is literally altering reality like and she she doesn't know she might not even know that she's doing it she's just like uncontrollable right now and Dr. Strange is like, okay, well, you know, we have to stop her. Uh, I'm going to show you where she is. But, like, you all have to be prepared to do whatever it takes to stop her. Like, if it means putting her down, you guys better be ready to do that, right? Because I'm not here. I'm a ghost right now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do all the work from, you know, millennia away wherever I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm busy taking care of this, like, water landslide thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy, so. You guys have to deal with a bigger problem.
1: Obviously, if I was there, I could easily do this. It's like an easy job. It's like a Tuesday for yes. me, but I'm not.
0: Yeah. I I would normally fix this without even blinking, but since I'm not there and you guys have to take care of this, it's a big job for you guys. <laughs> you know how hard it is to do something over Zoom, you know? <laughs> I, can not, I can only teach you how to fix it. I can't fix it for you. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um, and then we see where Wanda is. And this is cool because the imagery we see her at is like black and white, yeah, but with red like accents, right? Which is a lot of the stuff we see in the
1: WandaVision show. Oh, yeah. The, the, when we're, like, escaping that kind of uh, I Love Lucy era.
0: Yeah, it's, like, black and white with, like, pops of red, right? Mm. There's even a scene where she, like, it's black and white, but she pulls out, like, a red toy helicopter. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, pretty cool. Um, she's at a family dinner. And she's there. Um, Vision is there. And weirdly enough, their two kids are there. Yes, right. That's true. They're With like these, like um, I don't know, ten-year-old boy twins, right? Um, and it's like they're having a family dinner. Like everything is great, right? And at the door walks in Captain America, and
1: then he's like, "Wanda, we're here to help you." Cap is trying to explain that um, these are not these kids are not real. You don't you don't have kids.
0: None of this is real. And you know we're sorry that you're going through this, but we have to make sure that you're okay, and we have to stop you from making everything worse, right? And it's weird because, like, the kids, like, grab Wanda and, like, are screaming at Cap, like, no, don't take them away. Yeah. It's weird because, like, the kids are saying this, but it's, like, Wanda. It's,
1: like, Wanda's words. Like, don't take them away, right? Right. Her her inner voice, really. She's – these are all her voices coming out. They're not real. It's just all in her head.
0: Yeah. And she realizes, like, Cap's there to, like, mess everything up. So she – Unconsciously, I'm assuming, like, starts using more of her magic, and Cap looks to like his
1: left, and what he sees there is Red Skull and a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> it's kind of like in a Harry Potter where you see your worst fear in front of you. She just yeah. like conjured that up behind him is Red Skull, and they just start shooting him up, and he uh, goes flying with his shield blocking all the shots.
0: Yeah, still it's like black and white except Red Skull's face. Yeah, and like the gun bullet shots, it's like red flares coming out, like. It's really cool. It's so you know like this is magic, this is not real, right? Mm, okay, yeah, I see that. I see that. But it's it's black and white in there, but as Captain America's like shot, he's like pushed out of a window,
1: it's back into like regular full color. It's just all the Avengers there looking up at a flying uh Wanda and they're all kind of looking up at her scared, really as uh carol danvers miss marvel is just barking at her selling her, telling her that she killed all of uh all of our friends all of our avengers why'd you do this
0: it's you're the reason hawkeye's dead you're the reason scott lang is dead how how could you do this she's furious right she, remember she's like super strong too so she flies like straight at wanda to like knock her out like knock her out from this weird state that she's in right yeah um, but flying in to stop Miss Marvel, this is a really cool uh, nod, is Rogue. Yeah, <laughs> the from X-Men, Rogue. From X-Men, yeah. And she knocks out Miss Marvel, right? Uh, and it's Rogue because Rogue is Miss Marvel's like kind of like number one fear enemy, right? Because in the comics, uh, Rogue gets her powers from absorbing them from Miss Marvel so much so that she put her in a coma for, like, decades. Oh,
1: uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I knew. I didn't know it was the coma. I know that's where she got the powers from, but wow. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: Rogue, that's why she can fly. That's why she's super strong. She stole those powers from Miss Marvel. Like, Rogue's mutant power is just absorbing other powers. But oh. now she absorbs it so much that she just has
1: these powers permanently, too. Fly, super strength, all that. So... Uh, Rogue and, and Ms. Marvel are fighting it out, but we see just like all of the other Avengers are fighting other things. Like maybe their worst fears, and maybe their best friends. Uh, Wanda is conjuring them up to fight them.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy. Like we see Red Skull still there fighting Cap, but um, Hulk is uh, there. I think he's like holding down Bruce Banner. Oh, but like he's but it's the Hulk, like giant Hulk. Um, Beast is there. He's an Avenger a former Avenger. But he's like, getting, I don't know why this is it. But he's getting like stabbed by Wolverine.
1: Yeah, that's kind of weird. I, I don't really know that either. We see Spider-Man. He's fighting other Spider-Men. Maybe is uh, so not to the clone stuff. That makes sense. Yeah, it's always like even Peter doesn't know if he's the clone or not. Yeah, that's like, true. It's like his biggest fear. Oh, I'll doubt in him. Okay, that makes sense.
0: And Juan is like flailing her magic everywhere, and finally Doctor Strange is like, "All right, this is enough. I have to get involved." And he lunges at her and tries to get her to stop. Right, and they're like using their magic against each other. But all of a sudden, like like everyone else, Doctor Strange sees his biggest fear, and standing in between him and Wanda is Dormammu.
1: Ooh. His uh, his head is on fire. Dormammu just flinging gigantic energy bolts straight at Doctor Strange.
0: But Doctor Strange has something that she doesn't have. He uses the Eye of Agamotto to kind of like pierce through all this magic and see the reality. And it's like blinding to uh, Wanda to the point where like she kind of like faints and like falls down. And Cap uh, has to like catch her in midair.
1: So uh, with all this mayhem kind of finally ending, Wanda is knocked out. Uh, Flying in is her father Magneto. Uh, very sinister-like, but all he's there to do was get her daughter and uh, take her away.
0: Yeah, I thought this was really cool. It's like, you know, all you Avengers think you know what's best, but like Magneto shows up like, you guys you guys know nothing, right? Like, yeah. She's a mutant, like stand-up mutant business, right? <laughs> we're X-Men. We're we're cooler than you guys, all right?
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Here's more of so so you just like not, not liking anything <laughs> besides X-Men, okay.
0: <laughs> so Magneto gets Wanda, right? Uh, Cap, like, passes her over. And, like, his worst fear is also coming true. Like, Wanda is... Like, out of control. Yeah. Right? And this is something that him and Professor X feared, that she would one day become so powerful that it's uncontrollable.
1: It seems like a common and trend with uh, mutants. Their powers are just too uncontrollable. <laughs> like, I mean, like, with most mutants, it's like you get powers that you never asked for. That's true. You don't expect them, you know. Yeah.
0: So, Magneto is, like, desperate to help her. So, he flies away to take her to... Uh, professor x and feels like no one else can help her but professor x might be able to help
1: her. yeah get in her head fix some junk and it pretty
0: much ends with like all the avengers just like realizing that one of their own is the one that caused all this uh someone that they kind of like neglected and their friends are dead or almost dead because they didn't like automatically know to help uh, Wanda
1: who was like distraught this whole time right? Yeah, they didn't know the signs they couldn't uh, piece it all together right um, and all this like they're just kind of talking it through at this big event back at the rubble they can't uh, they're not going to fix it up Tony's going to leave it all in rubble right
0: yeah he says like well like the government because they don't back us anymore um, it doesn't look good for me to like be supporting the
1: Avengers anymore like financially yeah I think he just actually is kind of not have enough money his foundation cannot fund this avengers thing anymore he's got peop- he's got a business to run besides this yeah it, it's not a good look that i i the businessman tony stark
0: am funding this avengers group that can't even like control the, their own team oh right? yeah that's true that too yeah yeah so this pretty much marks the end of the avengers like they all go their separate ways everyone like flies off in other different directions and uh, it's
1: literally avengers disassembled yes yes um, it's them, like, the end, of, as we know, it, and, uh, like, each of the members kind of just has a little scene where they talk about the different moments that uh, they loved about the Avengers, the f- formation, um, them finding Cap, things like that, different moments in the Avengers storyline.
0: Yeah. There's even, like, a snippet from the original, like, old-school Avengers comic. Yeah. Like, in the, whatever, in the 60s or whatever, of when they announced that, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye were going to join the Avengers. So it's kind of like a sad moment that all three of them like joined the Avengers at the same time, but it's like one of them killed the other.
1: True, yeah, them kind of flipping from the the bad side to the good because we're all pretty much villains up to now, yeah, and it's kind of cool because, like in the movies, like Wanda
0: and Hawkeye, I kind of have like a a bonding friendship there, but like yeah, I didn't think about that. watch watch out. she she kills your <laughs> character in the comics <laughs> uh, so that is it. that's Avengers Disassemble. that's a four issue uh, run that pretty much ended the Avengers title. Which would then lead to Brian Michael Bendis creating the new Avengers. Right.
1: Which is uh, half the same squad anyway. So. <laughs> well, we just added like Spider Man, Wolverine, I think Power Man, right? Just to make it yeah. a new team lineup for him to play around yeah. with. Yeah.
0: Spider Woman gets in there. So check out we did a new Avengers comic book. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, we did
0: Ronin, which is, which is in the comics Hawkeye. So it's like. You want to know how he's back? Check out that. Check out House of M. Check out all the new Avengers stuff that Brian Michael Bendis does. It, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think we did a uh, Ultimate Spider-Man too, a uh, Miles Morales storyline. Yes. We've done that one. Check that out. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's just a consistent good stuff out of Brian Michael Bendis. This is the uh, beginning of when I fell in love with his work. Uh, mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Avengers nostalgia was kind of a weird thing for me. Like, huh, I remember this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I expect to see a lot of, like, this a lot of Wandavision taking some notes from Avengers Disassembled, her having like a mental breakdown, um, her creating like her own world in her mind. Um, so I that's why I wanted to do this book right like yeah. before WandaVision, because I think
1: it, it's gonna coincide pretty pretty well. I'm wondering if there's any other Easter eggs I could possibly put in there. Like um, one funny thing I found was like at the dinner table, Wonder Man was there, and he's there because yeah. his brainwaves are what's used to make vision in the comics. Right. I wonder if they can splice in some of the uh, comic book stuff into the TV show somehow. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, the in the show they're gonna have twins, right? right. Just like in the book um wonder man i don't know like he's not even hinted at in the movies at all so it'd be weird to just have him there all of a sudden but could quicksilver show up there sitting at the dinner table in wandavision
1: yes please i'd <laughs> like to see that <laughs> all right uh yeah tune in for our where we we uh get you guys up to date on that right
0: yeah so Well, our next episode will be this Monday. That's a recap for WandaVision. Uh, Apparently it's going to be two episodes, so we'll see how uh, we're going to do two separate episodes or one extra long one. We'll see. But um, definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, But for now, let's get into side stories. Cobra Kai, all yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I'm going to talk about. Season three, I finished it on Netflix. Cobra Kai started on YouTube. It was like a YouTube original show, right? The first two seasons
1: were on YouTube, like years ago. It was a right? uh, YouTube Red, right?
0: So, yeah, whatever. Like whatever you, the paid subscription to YouTube that no one had. It cost right? a
1: dollar, I think.
0: Um, I watched it there. That's I. I love Karate Kid. That was my favorite movie growing up. So when Cobra Kai was announced, like. I'll actually fork over and watch it on this sub- other subscription service, right? You're right. You're like, what's this? Some type of fan film? <laughs> it's on YouTube. It must <laughs> yeah. be a fan film. Um, and then Netflix bought the rights to it. So they started airing the first two seasons on Netflix prior to them releasing season three uh, on New Year's Day this year. Cool. And everyone was like, oh man, have you seen this new show, Cobra Kai? It's so cool. <laughs> Uh, you're missing out if you haven't seen it. I saw it years ago, guys. Like, <laughs> slow your roll. Don't talk to me about it. Don't act like it's something you discovered. Okay, you're such a <laughs> hipster about this. This is my show, <laughs> belongs to me. Okay. And honestly, like, it reached the point where like I'm not even gonna watch season three because like, um,
1: na- it's too mainstream now. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a that's such a you thing to do. You the uh, contrarian. It's like. Everyone's, like, talking
0: about it and, like, oh, it's this new... First off, it's not new. It's super old. <laughs> it came out in the 80s. Um, and then they're, like, oh, yeah, it's so good or whatever. It's pretty good. I'll, I'll give you that. But yeah. it was good because I was watching it, not because you were watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I did this. We we were on the ground floor with this, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a season three because
1: I supported it from the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> I gave, (laughs) so you're welcome. I gave this, you know, struggling business, YouTube, some money (laughs) with my subscription
0: um okay so i i did watch season three nice i think um i think still season one is the best and uh season two and three are probably in the same ballpark they're kind of tied to me uh but what i liked about it before and still kind of is the case but like a little less so was that there was no real protagonist and antagonist i felt like both main characters which is Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. Um, In
1: the movie, it's clear. There's one karate kid. Right, right. And he is the leader of Cobra Kai. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the karate
0: kids. (laughs) (laughs) But the one with only one kid is Daniel LaRusso, right? He's the protagonist- Johnny and his buddies are the bullies. But uh, in Cobra Kai, the show, you you could see the point of view from both guys. And there's no like, Johnny Lawrence starts up Cobra Kai again. This is spoiler alert, but like, come on, the show has been on YouTube for years. (laughs) Spoiler alert, he starts up uh, Cobra Kai again. But uh, the only people he can get to train that want to like go with him, yeah. are kind of like the ones that get are bullied, right? right? The, Not the, the bullies, right? Yeah. So like he's teaching kids to stand up for himself. He's doing a good job. He's being a good guy. And is he Daniel? Yes. <laughs> By the end, yes. <laughs> uh, so he does that, and uh, he pretty much takes the kid that is bullied the most and makes him. Uh, a champion, right? Champion. Wow, okay. Um, great season. Loved it. Yeah. Season two, they introduce... Uh, okay, this again, more spoilers. Do you care about this? Spoilers. Don't spoil too much. Maybe I'll watch it.
1: I've been hearing uh, it's good. <laughs> it is good. I've been saying it for years that it's good. I know. You've been telling me. I, I'm just... When I watch it, it still feels like this is not great acting. It's not great acting. I said it's good. <laughs>
0: Okay, I won't spoil anymore, but like season two. It gets a little more clear that there's a protagonist antagonist, and that is even more, uh, more exaggerated in season three. And season four is coming, and I, I have a feeling season four will be the last one. Okay. It just feels like it. Just feels like season three was all built up for that. You could
1: feel the the roundup for it. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited for it. I want to see it, but like I just want everyone to know
1: I watched it before, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want like Netflix to put a title screen just so you, the viewer knows, Chris, watch this first. (laughs) Uh,
0: Cause I, okay. That's my review for season three. That's so funny. (laughs) I saw it before you, so the first
1: two seasons. Did you like the, the third season? Like, was it as good as the other two? Did it feel different now that it's under Netflix?
0: It's doing some things that I don't like. It's doing some things that
1: I do like. But I'll say maybe it is the worst season. Because I'm wondering, you know, sometimes when you have something that's not as high production, there's some mm-hmm. spark in it. Maybe it just feels closer to the heart because of that. And Netflix has a better track record, so it might feel better production.
0: Okay, I'll say this. Yeah. Whatever budget they had on YouTube, I bet they have the same budget. Really? Because it does not look any different. That
1: sounds like a good thing. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't look like they got more money. It doesn't look like they got better actors. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... If
1: if you really like the first two seasons, season three is just more of that. Okay, you're saying okay, you're saying this third season is better than Karate Kid one. No, and don't, two, don't, don't say that. <laughs> uh, um, it is worth watching. It is super short. I do not
0: say super short, but like episodes are like 30 minutes long you could watch the whole thing in one sitting a whole season if you want
1: Mm, okay
0: very doable um i think i'm surprised that you haven't seen it it's something that i think you would like
1: okay well now that i'm hearing so many people rave about it maybe i'll give it a try now uh i know it is a connected universe do we ever see any other great karate kids any jaden smiths or hillary swags not yet but fingers crossed right that's when it gets good right (laughs)
0: Um I heard a, a funny, like, line describing it, and I think it's pretty accurate. Cobra Kai is, like, the best live-action anime, and it totally feels like that. Totally feels like high school drama meets, um, like, super dramatic fighting that is unnecessary, but still really fun to watch.
1: Okay, okay. Well, that tells you something. Maybe anime is your jam. Maybe you need to get into that. It's just, you don't no. know what you're missing out. I prefer live-action anime. <laughs> Okay. Right, well, that, yeah. was, that was Cobra what, Kai.
0: Yeah. What is uh, your side story?
1: Uh, I gave a different show a watch. Uh, it's called Thirty Coins. It's on HBO, and it's this uh, Spanish. It's only Spanish-speaking uh, TV show, uh, and it centers around this small, remote Spanish town, where, like, uh, it's so it's in kind, Spain. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh, dealing with like demons and like uh, the devil, oh. like invading this town. Um, it starts off like this big epic moment is uh, a baby is born out of a cow, like you know the what? signs of like like uh, like the devil coming forth, right? It's like really, yeah. it's a horror TV show, right? Um, oh, it's uh, it, it the so the production value is not great, so it's not that scary to be honest. But it's kind of funny, okay. um, and the, the main characters really are um, the veterinarian that births the kid is one of the main characters. Oh. Uh, there's the, uh, the mayor of the town and he's kind of like this, uh, guy who owns the, like the f- farm where, where, uh, that happened. Right. And also, uh, a Catholic priest who, uh, in the past was an exorcist. So it's like these three guys kind of figuring out what the heck is going on. And there's, there, there is some CG demons in there and it looks kind of good. Um, but it's it really feels honestly like a comic book, like a image. I was gonna say, it yeah. sounds like
0: a premise of a comic book.
1: I had to look it up, make sure it wasn't, but uh, I haven't found anything like that yet. It sounds like a comic book to thirty coins. Um, feels like an image or Vertigo thing. Uh, yeah, what does thirty coins refer to? So it's based in uh, gospel, in like the Catholic, in the in the Bible, right? Like the thirty pieces. Of silver that uh, Judas gets for betraying oh, okay. Uh, the big guy, you know. That's uh, a
0: lot, Judas.
1: <laughs> so there's like supernatural and like uh, certain points with all this like demon possession. People get like kind of almost like superpowers in it too. Um, you'd think maybe the baby is like a big point, but it's it's kind of just in the first um, episode. The first episode is like an hour and a half long. It's like a movie. So I've only seen two episodes. Wow. So weird, uh, scary, horror stuff happening throughout this uh, remote town. And the mayor is kind of like a new mayor, so he doesn't. He's kind of like the guy that's kind of handling all these problems. But he doesn't. He's not a. He's not very religious either. He doesn't know how to handle these things. He's just kind of new to the job. And the veterinarians, kind of the um, regular everyday man that we're kind of following. Um, Sometimes I don't know if they're acting great because it's in another language at certain points. But when they are acting great, I can tell it's really good. Um, But. Uh yeah, I I I really like the show. I'm gonna continue watching it. It's maybe schlocky, you know. It's kind of maybe just uh the fun of the whole mythology of it and all. And I'm okay with that. It's kind of it's just fun.
0: How much karate is
1: in it? Um is there any fighting in it? It's only people kind of scared of the monsters in the show and pretty scary. Well,
0: well, maybe I'll watch that. Yeah. If there's no karate, what's there to
1: watch? (laughs) You've got to wait for all these other, you know, serious people that understand great television tell you about it, right? <laughs> Pass it along. I'll watch it when it's on YouTube. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> not on HBO.
0: So, uh, are you watching it like subtitled or dubbed? Subtitled.
1: Um, I think it's the only way to watch it. Uh, okay,
0: so it's not dubbed.
1: Yeah. The main character, I've seen that actor before on a Netflix show called Sense8. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Oh, that. Oh, I remember
0: that show. Yeah, yeah. that was a Wachowski created show.
1: Okay, it was a so, yeah. interesting premise. I don't know if it um, delivered on uh, motive, like rallying you up for the show too much. But I've seen him before. He he's doing a good job with the character he has. Um, and then like the priest, he's actually like the badass of the show because he, oh, he's he's not he's like has tattoos and everything because because like, if he's got a past that he's been hiding from the small town. And the first time we see him, he's like boxing. like He's like training, <laughs> trying to tough himself up because he knows what's out there, right? He's He has a pass. Okay. I mean, the baby out of the cow thing is, sounds gross. Yeah, yeah. It's like the typical horror devilish type of thing that you've kind of seen. Uh, it's not too scary because it's kind of like the baby they use. It's just a doll. You could tell it's just like a rubber doll.
0: Oh, they didn't—they didn't push a real baby out of a cow. Yeah, disappointed, right? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a big enough budget for that. Yeah, kind of lame.
1: Uh, I'll forgive it for that. No worries. Okay, Cobra Kai does it, so I'm yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a—it's pretty sh- schlocky. I'm okay with it. Thirty coins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want have enough attention span to read a lot. Or you understand Spanish, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i interested. I'll check it out. Sounds, sounds gross. Can be, can be. Uh, I like it. Yeah, that was my sad story for the week. Uh, anything else you got?
0: Uh, No, that's it. Uh, I'll probably have some more next week. But um, until then, guys, could you please subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast? You could find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, stream us on
1: Spotify and you could leave us a review. Totally, And, you know, let us know what kind of weird shows, karate, cows, whatever on your TV shows you're watching on all our social media. You can find us at the reader copy podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, yeah. Tune in uh, also with our upcoming shows uh, for WandaVision with our reader copy recap where we kind of run down uh, what's going on on the show and our, our take.
0: Yes, guys, uh, we thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Uh, until
1: then, Daniel, could you please hit him with the outro? If you like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>
2: Error.